It's time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tire. Welcome to another edition of the Pipeline Podcast. As always, it's great to be back chatting with you. And completely honestly, I'm excited for this week's episode, chatting with Youngstown Phantoms defenseman Andrew Strathman. And that's because there's something about Strathman that I really like. I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something about Strathman that I really enjoy. He's a stout two-way defenseman. There's offense to his game, but there's also some meanness, some sandpaper to his game. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what I like about Andrew Strathman. But regardless, he's a player that I'm excited about in this Blue Jackets organization. A little bit more on Andrew Strathman before we get into this conversation. He was selected by the Blue Jackets, 98th overall in the fourth round of the 2023 NHL entry draft. So a big haul, a part of the Adam Fantilli draft for the Blue Jackets. He is playing in his third season in the USHL, his second as a member of the Youngstown Phantoms, where he's actually their team captain this season. Take a look at the numbers for him from last year. He had 38 points in 56 games, 102 penalty minutes, which tells you about that meanness, the physicality in his game. Uh, We're going to actually talk about that coming up in the interview. But he won a Clark Cup there last season, so he was a champion in the USHL playing alongside another Blue Jackets prospect that was selected in 2023. That's William Whitelaw, who, of course, we've already chatted with on the Pipeline podcast this year. There are countless other connections between Youngstown and the Blue Jackets, whether it's Sasha Boumediene, who is the son of Blue Jackets assistant Yosef. He's a defenseman on the Youngstown Phantoms. Braden Clark is a forward on the Youngstown Phantoms. He's the son of Blue Jackets director of player personnel Chris Clark. There are all these different ties, which tells you the Blue Jackets, they have a pretty good idea of Andrew Strathman. They've seen him play a lot. They know about him. They have those connections to Andrew Strathman which is another reason that I'm excited about this player. And he's off to a very solid start this year. Youngstown is right in the hunt in the USHL again this season, and he's playing right under a point per game. 23 points on five goals and 18 assists through 24 games this season, and the penalty minutes are way up there as well. 78 penalty minutes in only 24 games. Again, he had 102 penalty minutes in 56 games last year, so he does like to mix it up. Again, we will be talking about that coming up in just a few moments. He's also received a couple of different accolades this season. He's twice been the USHL Defenseman of the Week, so it tells you that he's uh, he's known around the league. He's known as a very quality defenseman. So again, another reason that I'm very excited about Andrew Strathman. Left shot guy hails from Beach Park, Illinois, so he grew up in the Chicago area. Listed at 5'10", 187 pounds, so some room to grow as well, but uh, a player that that can do a whole lot. He's going to tell you about his style, some of his inspirations growing up, what he's into now. All of that is on the way, so let's get right to it. Here he is, Blue Jackets prospect and Youngstown Phantoms defenseman and team captain Andrew Strathman. All right, Andrew, thanks very much for joining me on the Pipeline Podcast. We will get started somewhere very, very easy. How did you get into the game of hockey? Yeah, so um, I kind of started early, uh, around three or four years old, and um, it was with my dad. He kind of 
uh, always had me around the rink. Um, he played a little bit uh, when he was younger. Uh, it wasn't anything crazy, but uh, yeah, he just kind of got me started. Is it safe to say that you fell in love with the game right away or did it take you a little while? Yeah, I'd say uh, pretty much right away. Uh, I played some other sports along the way, like uh, baseball and basketball. Um, but I never, uh, there was never really a doubt in my mind what, what I wanted to do and what I kind of wanted to stick with. So, How long did you play those other sports? Like, were you playing seriously or is <clears throat> it just a little bit more recreational compared to hockey? Yeah, I mean, both of them were pretty serious, um, baseball and basketball. Um, I liked both of them. Uh, just, I played until I was like 12 probably. So, uh, for a, a good bit there, but, um, like I said, there's never a doubt what I wanted to do and kind of, uh, you know, pursue. What positions did you play in baseball and basketball? Uh, I was a, a pitcher and a third baseman. And then, uh, in basketball, I was, you know, the old shooting guard. All right. So you grew up in the Chicago area, right? So I assume uh, a Cubs fan and a Bulls fan. Yeah, both. Easy to get into teams, I suppose. Lots of history between those two sides. I'm a White Sox fan myself, so don't hold it against me. They've they've really had their struggles lately. Um, I think but, we uh, I think we talked about that at camp there. Yeah, yeah, I remember no, talking no, about it. it. As far as it goes with hockey, were you a Blackhawks fan coming up? Yeah, always. Um, that was my team. Uh, my idol is kind of Patrick Kane. I mean. Uh, I, I even watch him now. Like I, I get pretty, uh, pretty fired up when I see him playing still and and uh, doing well right now. I mean, he just got injured, but he's he's doing well, and and that's always cool for me to see. You know, someone I watched growing up. So, what about Blackhawks blue liners? Were there guys that you really liked? Whether it was a Duncan Keith or a Brent Seabrook, or maybe one of those deeper cut guys, one of the depth defensemen? Did those guys stand out to you? Yeah, I mean, a lot of them, like Jalmerson and, uh, you know, Johnny Oduya even there, Seabrook, uh, Keith. So all, all those guys, I, I mean, I watched. I was a huge Hawks fan, so, yeah. What about growing up, players that you modeled your game after? I know you're a younger kid watching Patrick Kane, and you're into Patrick Kane just because, you know, he's the best there is on the Blackhawks. But were yeah. there players, whether it was on the Hawks or on somebody else that you saw and said, yeah, I want to play like him? Um, I mean, when I was like really young, it was Patrick Kane. Yeah. I was a forward, so um, I wore eighty-eight, um, <laughs> which, which you know, uh, was pretty cool. And then, um, yeah, I was that. I mean, not until I'd say a few years ago, I didn't really like watch and be like, I want to play like this guy or you know, be like this guy. I just kind of played, and um, obviously now, and uh, probably when I got into the USHL is when I uh, really started watching hockey and um, kind of picked out guys that I, I think I could play like. So when did you decide on hockey? You mentioned around 12 years old, you stopped playing those other sports, but why did you end up making that decision? Yeah, I, I think it was just um, most of it was just being in the locker room around um, a bunch of a group of guys and um even like traveling on the road when I was younger, it was always so fun being in hotels and, you know, playing mini sticks with, uh, with the other guys. And I think that was just um, something that I didn't really want to give up. So hockey is an interesting sport and it's kind of unlike football or baseball because you have to make a decision when you're pretty young on what mm -hmm. you're going to do, because you're kind of fast tracked to the point between you're 12 and 18 years old and getting drafted. It's uh 
it's a lot of development in a short amount of time and a lot of decision-making in a short amount of time. So at what point did you realize that you might be able to take hockey somewhere, whether it was going to college or playing professionally one day? Probably when I was 14 or 15, um, you know, my 15 year year, um, I started talking to uh, USHL teams and uh, that was pretty cool for me. And I uh, kind of realized that, you know, maybe uh, I'd be able to take this, you know, to a different level. And, um, you know, it's, it's been really cool. So, yeah. How did you become a defenseman? You mentioned earlier that you were a forward. So at what point did you become a D? I'm not really sure. I I can't say I remember <laughs> when I kind of switched, but I uh, ended up switching and here I am. So. All right. So how do you make it to the USHL? We've talked with a couple of different guys about this, whether it's Gavin Brindley, who was actually a teammate of yours, your first season in the USHL. We also talked about it with William Whitelaw, who was a teammate of yours in Youngstown last season. But how did it all work for you? Explain it to us. Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, my like I said, my 15th year, I, I did pretty well. And um, it, it all starts with hard work. I mean, that's just kind of um, there's no other way around it. I mean, uh, if you want to get to the next level, it, it just starts with your work ethic and um, that's just something that I kind of pride myself myself in. And um, I mean, that's the only thing I really have is is just find a way to, you know, work as hard as you possibly can. And, and uh, you know, the rest will take care of itself. You talk about the work. Can you describe yourself as a player for Blue Jackets fans that might not be familiar with your game? Yeah, I think I'm a two-way defenseman, uh, someone who, who likes to get up the ice and join the rush. But on uh, defense is, is going to play super hard and, and uh, kind of a pest, I'd say, um, and then just be kind of, yeah, I guess a two-way defenseman. I look at your penalty minute totals, and you, you got to say, yeah, this guy likes to mix it up a little bit. So first and foremost, is that true that you're a hard-nosed player that likes to get in there and mix it up physically? And and second, has that always been a part of your game, or is it something that you've added? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've always had – uh, a little bit of a hot head, and um, I, I've tried to try to you know calm that down a little bit, just because uh, you know you, you can't be over the top with it. But yeah, I, I'd like to say that um, you know I, I like to play hard, and um, that's just how I am. So yeah. What's that step like from playing AAA hockey to your first year in the USHL? Like, how big of a change is it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely different. Um, you know, for me, it was playing with older guys every day and um, trying to learn and develop that way. And um, I mean, it was it was very fun. I mean, trying to learn different ways to, uh, you know, um, do well, like in, night in and night out. And um, that was probably the hardest thing is just kind of um, figuring out what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, if you can think back to that first season with Tri-City compared to where you are now, how much have you changed both on and off the ice? Yeah, I think uh, as a person, I think I've changed a lot. I, I think I've matured and um, just kind of become uh, more of a leader, I'd say. Um, and then on the ice, I think the same thing. Like, um, you know, my game keeps maturing and I, I keep trying to find ways to to get better and um, you know, find, find things that'll work, um, every night. So, yeah. You said leadership right there. You are the captain of the Youngstown Phantoms this season. What's your leadership style? Are you a loud guy in the room? Or are you more lead by example? Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'm a little bit of both. Um, I, I speak up when I have to, but, 
Um, other than that, I, I just try to work hard and, and kind of uh, lead by example that way. And um, I have great assistants that help me out. So um, they make it easy on me. Has that always been a goal of yours to be a captain? Because I feel like it's definitely for some guys, right? And other guys are happy just to be kind of in those secondary roles on the team. It's not, it's not necessarily indicative of the type of player that you are and how many points you put up, but definitely the type of person you are in the room. So has that always been something that's interested you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just try to um, be myself for the most part. I don't think that, um, you know, whether I'm a captain or not, I, I just try to, um, you know, I, I still try to lead and then just do my thing in the locker room or, or on the ice or even away from the ice. I, I just try to be myself. So um, I wouldn't say I like pursue it, but um, it's, it's definitely something that is a huge honor. So. All right, let's take a couple of steps back to your first season in Tri-City. I mentioned earlier that you were teammates there with another Blue Jackets prospect in Gavin Brindley. Do you guys have much of a relationship? Do you know him very well, given the fact that you spent a year together? Yeah, I love Gav. Um, I, I talk to him a decent bit. Uh, I know he's there at Michigan right now and he's doing well. So uh, I'm definitely happy for him. And um, I saw him at camp, got to, uh, you know, kind of catch up with him a little bit. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I love Gav. How'd you end up in Youngstown? Tell us about that. Yeah, um, it was just kind of something that I felt was uh, best for me at, at the time. And, um, you know, my 15U year, my coach is Ryan Ward. And it was, it's the same coach here now. So um, I thought that he could help me out a lot. And uh, it ended up being beneficial because we, we won last year. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, you guys ended up winning the Clark Cup last season. Lots of Blue Jackets prospects on that team. William Whitelaw, yourself, James Fisher was a part of that team. What did it mean to you to, to win that championship? What was that run like? Yeah, I mean, winning it with those guys and, and just the rest of my team, it was uh, it was probably the best feeling that I've ever had. I mean, um, you go through um, the ups and downs all season and to uh, come out on top was uh, definitely a cool feeling. Let's talk some college hockey. Was it always a dream of yours to play collegiately? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think uh, for me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say there wasn't a choice, but uh, I think my, my dad likes the the school part of things and um, he was kind of leading pushing me and kind of getting me to lean towards the college side of it. So, um, yeah, I think it was definitely always a dream. So when did that recruitment process begin for you? Are you starting to talk to anybody when you're in AAA or does it all happen that first year in the USHL? Yeah. So for me, it was, um, my 15 year year. It was, um, that year it was after like January or something that they could start talking to you and, uh, I kind of went through the process and talked to a few different schools and uh, I went on one visit there. And um, I mean, there, there wasn't really a, any other place in my mind that I wanted to go and um, North Dakota is the spot for me. So, so you committed to North Dakota pretty quickly, pretty early. Correct. Yeah. All right. Why, why do you, why do you like it so much? You said you went there and there wasn't any other choice for you. So why do you like it so much? Yeah, I mean, I I visited and uh, a bunch of the guys were there. And I, I think for me, it started with the culture. They were very, like, welcoming. And um, it, was, it was very cool to go there and, and just kind of feel a part of them, uh, kind of feel feel a part of the team um, there. And um, obviously, the coaches are uh, second to none. I love them. And, um, and then you could talk about the facilities all day. I mean, 
Um, they have a state-of-the-art weight room. The rink, they fill it. It's like 12000 every night. So um, you could go on all day about it. What role did the alumni base play in that as well? Because there are just so many great NHL players that have come through North Dakota. So I imagine that that was important to you as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you see uh, you see that they move guys onto the NHL and, and uh, pro hockey in general, uh, you know, every year. And uh, it's definitely something you look at. All right. You said your dad is big into the school and kind of pushed you in that direction. So you, do you have an idea of what you're interested in and what you might study when you get there? I'm actually going through that right now, but uh-huh. I'm, I'm thinking just uh, business and um, try to figure it out there. I mean, uh, I don't really have any, much of an idea of what I'd like to do, but um, yeah, my, my dad's a lawyer, so he uh, he definitely likes the school part of things. All right. Fair enough. You've got plenty of time to figure it out too. So you don't have to worry about it too, too much. You got the rest of your life ahead of you. Plus you're focused (laughs) on hockey right now. Uh, And with that in mind, let's talk about the draft and being selected by the blue jackets. We've already talked about all the blue jackets connections in Youngstown. On top of that, Braden Clark plays there. He's the son of the blue jackets director of player personnel, Chris Clark. Uh, Sasha Boumediene is another defenseman on that team. He's a son of Blue Jackets assistant coach, Yosef Boumediene. So did you have any idea that the Blue Jackets were going to take you? There is that connection in that pipeline, it feels like, between the Blue Jackets and Youngstown right now. Yeah, um, I mean, at the time, it, it was uh, it was up in the air. Like, you never really know, but uh, you, you kind of have an idea. Um, I mean, I, I had good conversations with them at the Combine, and um, during the year even and um, those those connections are really cool and I, it, it was definitely really cool for me to, to get picked by them the combine process what's it like doing all those interviews with essentially every single team in the league like are you nervous going into it are you pretty calm going into it because I'd imagine you have an idea of what you're what you're going to be asked some things to expect what's that whole process like yeah I think um I mean, it was it was definitely a neat process. Um, I didn't really know what to expect going into it, but um, during it, a lot of the teams asked similar questions, just kind of getting to know you, and um, it it wasn't that hard during it. I, I felt that um, you know you, you just try to be yourself in the meetings, and um, and then at the the testing portion of it, you just uh, you go as hard as you can, and that's kind of it. So when you get to Nashville, what are the emotions? What are you feeling going into the draft? Yeah, um, I don't think I was too nervous. I, I think I was more excited um, just to kind of see how things would shake out. I mean, you get to see all your friends go um, and get drafted as well. So that was definitely cool for me. And um, yeah, I think that was, was more excitement than anything. Yeah, you got to see a couple of Youngstown Phantoms go as William Whitelaw, obviously, to the Blue Jackets. Uh, Brandon Svoboda got drafted as well. Tell me about when you were selected by the Blue Jackets because something pretty funny happened to you, right? Yeah, I was. Uh, there was a break in between the second and third round, and then after the third round ended, I thought I would be able to you know, go to the bathroom really quick and and hop back in my seat and um, I go to the bathroom and my buddy's chasing me down and he's like, you just got picked or whatever. And, and I, I walk back in, my whole family's standing up and it was just, uh, it was definitely a cool feeling. And, and um, I, I mean, it was, it would have been nice to be able to hear your name called, but um, I think my, uh, my friend's dad took a video of 
of my name being called. So I got to hear it from there. But yeah, I was I was in the bathroom. What specifically are the the emotions that overcome you there? Like, what are you thinking about when you've just been drafted into the National Hockey League? Yeah, I think it's joy just to uh, you know be there and and be able to spend time with my family. After that, we went out for a big dinner, and um, it, it was yeah very joyful and and a lot of fun. So, what's it mean to you to have all these different connections to the organization? Because I'm sure it's it's pretty unique compared to some of the situations with anywhere else you could have gone. Yeah, um, Sasha's actually my roommate, so um, I get to see a lot of him and his family. Um, we actually, it's his birthday today, so last night we went out to uh, dinner with um, him and his parents, and um, yeah, I mean, that was that was nice, and then uh, Clarky, obviously, I, I see his dad around all the time, and um, uh, Clarky's one of my better friends on the team, so um, yeah, it, it's definitely really cool to uh, have the like those kind of connections there. All right. Take me through the process after you you get drafted because you're pretty quickly heading to Columbus for development camp. So what was that like to be able to be on the ice with not just the players that you were drafted alongside, but guys of various skill levels and various experience levels, whether it's guys that had played pro hockey before guys that were in junior, like you college hockey players, just tell me about what development camp was like for you. Getting there again, I didn't really know what to expect, but um, during it, uh, it was just guys were, excuse me, uh, guys were, uh, you know, a couple guys were older, a little faster, a little stronger. So trying to learn how to kind of, um, play against guys like that was, was definitely something that I tried to do and, and figure out how, how like um, I, I could um, better myself for kind of going into next year's camp. And uh, yeah, that was kind of the biggest thing for me. What'd you think about some of the stuff they do away from the ice? Because I feel like they try and get you as familiar as possible as you can be in three or four days with the actual city of Columbus itself. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. We went to that uh, Columbus Crew game, I think it is, and yep. um, that was pretty cool for us. And then um, there was that red, white, and boom. I think it was over the Fourth of July, um, and we kind of roamed the city a little bit, and um, that was also uh, a good experience for us. And uh, they they do an awesome job, like uh, getting us getting us around the city and. Uh, to some different restaurants and uh, just kind of allowing us to um, to view it and, and see what's going on around there. So it was it was good on the staff for um, letting us do that. I'm always curious after you guys get drafted, you're obviously your allegiances change, right? You grew up a fan of a different team for you. It was the Chicago Blackhawks. You get drafted by the Blue Jackets. So I assume you become a Blue Jackets fan pretty quickly there. But do you keep up with what's going on with both the Blue Jackets and the other prospects just like you? Yeah, I mean, I like I said, Sasha's my roommate. So he, he's he got the Blue Jackets game uh, on all the time in the living room. So just kind of uh, engraved in the house that we kind of, always always have those games on and I'm always watching. So it's definitely something that we do here. What about those other guys? Are you keeping an eye on what William Whitelaw is up to or what Gavin Brindley's doing? Um, I mean, I, I talk to them a little bit, mm-hmm. um, Will and Gav. So um, I, I just ask them how they're doing. And, um, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I keep in touch. Uh, they always say they're doing good and um, have big smiles on their face when I'm talking to them. So, yeah. 
What's your communication like with the Blue Jackets throughout the year? There are obviously development coaches that are watching you guys and talking to you guys when they can. So what's that like? Yeah, they have uh, great development coaches. They come out um, about every few weeks to a month um, and they just try to keep in touch as much as they can. And um, they do a great job with it. So um, props to them for that. What are some of the things that the Blue Jackets want you working on? Like, where do you want to see your game go as this season continues? Yeah, I think for this season, it's just uh, kind of maturing and getting ready for that next level and um, just keep playing the way I am and, um, you know, defend. I think defense is the biggest thing for me right now is is keep defending hard and, and uh, keep finding ways to get better on the back end and, and um, defending from the net out. So, yeah. All right, let's talk about you a little bit away from the ice. And I know I've asked you some of these questions before at development camp, but let's say you're on a long bus ride in the USHL. What is Andrew Strathman getting into on the bus? Yeah, I, th- I think it's just, uh, you know, we play a lot of card games sometimes and, um, you know, we just hang out. Like we have a bus trip tonight. We leave for Green Bay and I think uh, there's not much on the agenda. Maybe just uh, get some rest, but um hanging out with the guys for the most part maybe watching a movie with someone or something but yeah what about on a normal off day when you're in Youngstown what are you and Sasha doing (laughs) um probably (laughs) relaxing again maybe watching a movie or um going to hang out at someone's house it it, uh doesn't really matter I mean we I'll get in some Xbox play NHL against them or something but uh, nothing too crazy you a TV or movie guy at all yeah, I'm, I mean, not really. Growing up, I wasn't, but um, I've been on a little bit of a, a TV slash movie trend lately. Okay, what have you been watching? Like, are you binging anything, TV series? Are you into a certain genre of movie? Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah, I watch a lot of, I watch Suits a lot, and then um, my favorite movie is probably uh, Top Gun. Okay, interesting. The The newest Top Gun or, like, the original? Both. I like them both. But, okay. Um, all the boys on the team like uh, like all the cars, so they watch those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What about uh, music? What are you into there? I like all types of music. I mean, country kind of when I'm in the car on the on the way to the rink or the way home, and then um, if it's before a game or something, I'll I'll throw on a mix or, or rap or something like that. So, who has the ox in your guys' room? Uh, I do. What do you get into there? You mentioned rap or a mix. Like, are you just going on SoundCloud and tossing on a playlist or something like that? Or do you have like a curated mix of stuff that you like, or maybe guys have told you that they want on there? How does that work? Yeah, there's a little bit of a, a routine with it. Um, I When I get to the rink right away, I'll throw on a mix um, that everyone knows. And then um, before or when we go out to play uh, soccer or whatever you want to call it, um, I'll, I'll start playing rap. And, um, and then when we, when we do our dynamic warm up, we have a special mix for that too. So it, it kind of changes on and off and then we'll, we'll mix in some rock there too. So it's kind of everything. Is there a lot of pressure when it comes to running the ox like that? I'm sure you watched uh, some, some older guys do it before you, because I know there's a, there's a variance of opinion it, and it can be stressful. I mean, sometimes you run out of like tunes to play, but, uh, and then sometimes you get, get a, you know, a couple of weird looks from, from guys <laughs> if you play a certain song, but, um, other than that, not really just play songs and, 
and shuffle playlist maybe. All right. What about sports that you're into outside of hockey? Like if you guys are, are free on the weekend, are you guys watching the NFL? Do you watch baseball? Do you watch basketball? What about those sports? Yeah. I mean, all of those, honestly, I, uh, actually I don't watch basketball as much, maybe college basketball, but um, watch decent amount of football and um, when baseball's on in the spring and summer, I'll, I'll watch the Cubs. So you guys do fantasy football. Uh, we tried and there's just not, not everyone kept up. So it's, <laughs> there's just too much, fun. too much going on for everybody. Yeah, exactly. The last thing I got for you and I appreciate you taking the time to do this. What does the off season look like for you? Like, uh, maybe this year's a little bit different because you're going to be heading to college, but your typical off season, what does that look like in mm-hmm. terms of when you're skating, who you're skating with, et cetera? Yeah, I, I don't skate too much in the off season. I, I try to keep it light. Um, but I, I skate like three or four times a week and then um, I'll, I'll train pretty much every day. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday are like lifting days and Tuesday and Thursday are conditioning days. So um, that's just kind of what it looks like. All right. I lied. One more thing. What's the outlook for the Youngstown Phantoms for the rest of this season? Because you guys are in state. You're close. If Blue Jackets fans want to go see you play, they can. So get us excited. Tell us about the Phantoms. Yeah, I I think we're a team that's driven. Um, You know, everyone in the room wants to be there. And, um, you know, there's one goal for us, and that's to uh, win another Clark Cup. So um, everyone's pulling for that. And um, I think that's something that uh, we're all looking forward to. All right, Andrew, thanks again. I really appreciate the time and best of luck the rest of this season. Yeah, thank you. So there you have it from Blue Jackets prospect and Youngstown Phantoms defenseman Andrew Strathman. Hope you enjoyed the interview as much as I did. Really enjoyed getting to know Andrew, and it's just another one of those players that's a quality guy on and off the ice. And frankly, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited about what the Blue Jackets are building on the blue line in their prospect base as well. Think of all these different players they have in the stable right now. David Juracek, of course, Denton Matejchuk, those guys come to the top of the mind. Corson Kuhleman, Stanislav Svozil playing pro hockey in North America now too. But beyond that, you think to the college ranks. They have Aiden Hershuk playing at Boston College. They have Guillaume Richard playing at Providence College. And now you've got another guy in Andrew Strathman who's going to be playing college hockey next season with a powerhouse program in North Dakota. And if I forgot any other Blue Jackets prospects on that blue line, Forgive me, but but you can understand. There's plenty of reason to be excited, and Andrew Strathman is just another guy in a long line of players to be excited about. So I'd like to offer a great big thank you to Andrew Strathman for everything and, and setting that up, taking his time to do that interview and chat with me. As always, thank you very much for being with me on the Pipeline Podcast, as that is going to do it for this week's episode. One final note, I will say we're going to come back after the NHL All-Star break. That's when our next episode of the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage, will take place. 
but enjoy All-Star Weekend. Blue Jackets captain Boone Jenner is going to his first ever All-Star game, an awesome representative for the organization, so make sure to check that out. It's coming up February 1st to February 3rd. On Thursday, they're doing the player draft. Friday is going to be the revamp skills competition. And then on Saturday, it'll be the actual all-star games, I suppose you'll call it, with the four different teams. So they're changing it up a little bit this year, going back to the draft, revamp skills competition, and then uh, the usual kind of tournament-style games on Saturday. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I cannot wait to watch Boone Jenner there. Wishing Boone a lot of luck at NHL All-Star Weekend. Again, that'll do it for the Pipeline Podcast. Thanks very much for being with me, and I will talk to you very soon.